What's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here, aka the Geek from DFS Army, and this is your uh, your FanDuel NFL Week Nine first look. Uh, we're going to take a look at all the position groups. We're going to look at the games, get a sense of the matchups, look at the salaries, the pricing, and build a first look lineup for NFL Week Nine. Of course, things will change. It's early in the week. Lots of injury news still floating around. Players getting traded like crazy. Quarterbacks who's starting injuries everywhere at the quarterback position it's going to be nuts so as i'm going through these position groups what i'd love you to do is in the comments let me know who you're playing who's your running back this week that you're planting your flag on which quarterback are you building your correlations around and all of that good stuff so let's jump right into it and before we actually go through the positions i just want to kind of show on screen a little visualization of what this week really looks like. And right here, you see the Domination Station Optimizer from DFS Army. And um, at the bottom of each of these, you can see the, the game totals, and they're pretty gross. Um, you know, 37 point. It's another week with low totals. What is happening nine weeks into the NFL season? Where are the big games? Where are the big scores? I don't know. But what I see here are 37-point total. Obviously, Vikings, QB issues there. Uh, also on the Falcons, uh, who's starting? Is it Heineke? Is it Ritter? I don't know. Um, you got Seattle at Baltimore. Baltimore has a nice little team total here. But Baltimore needs a competitive game uh, generally for Lamar to do his thing. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Cardinals. who Who's the Cardinals QB? Is Kyler Murray coming back this week? I don't know. Um, they're, they're taking on a tough defensive team in Cleveland. I mean, if it's Clayton Toon starting, I'm, I'm all about that Cleveland defense. So let's, you know, let's see what happens here. Uh, who's starting for the Rams? It's not Stafford. Brett Rippon. He's not very good. Um, so Packers defense. All right. Okay. Starting to get a pattern here. Low total games, 39 and a half. Um, uh, Texans, you've got the, uh, Bucks at the Texans. You know, Texans got a low to low team total here, but that's not a bad, you know. All right. CJ Stroud, maybe. You could throw on on the Bucks, so why not? Uh Washington at New England. Again, 40 point total. So what? All these games have low totals. Is this Mac Jones week? We're gonna play some Mac? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's good. It's easy to throw on Washington. It's been good all year. Um Bears at the Saints. I love the Saints at home in this one. And well, as gross as it sounds. With Derek Carr, we gonna build around Derek Carr for this one, maybe. Um, Colts at the Panthers, another game. You know, Colts twenty three and a half point team total. I don't mind that at all. Giants at the Raiders. Who's the Giants quarterback? Danny DeVito. That dude's like five foot four. I can't believe he's playing quarterback for the Giants. They can't even throw. Guy can't even throw. He's just handing it off. Maybe this is a Saquon Barkley game. I don't know. Maybe it's a Josh Jacobs game. I don't know. Uh, Garoppolo sucked last week. Can he get better? Or not? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Right? A lot of mysteries, a lot of low total games. 37 and a half points. That's gross. And the one marquee game of the week uh, is interesting. That's uh, Dallas at, New uh, at the Eagles. That's an interesting game. We'll see how it all comes together here as we jump over to FanDuel and go through each position group and sort of talk about who uh, we're going to build this lineup, but we'll also go through and talk about all of the players, who's viable this week, who will I have in lineups, who should you have in lineups to build around, and all that. And again, reminder that, you know, as we're doing this and as you're watching, hey, Kevin, you picked this quarterback. I would have went there, so let's see what happens. Or I like this stack. 
Um, let's see what happens. So let me know what you'd be doing um, at each of these position groups as we go through them. So let's start at quarterback. And of course, at the top here, Jalen Hurts, um, 9K, tough matchup at home, but I, I like the spot for him. I think actually on FanDuel, there's a lot of, I'm going to say there's a lot, there's a little bit more um, salary um, relief, I think, than what we had on DraftKings in that first look. So we'll see if we can pay up for a quarterback, but I don't think I'm going to go there. I think we're going to go down uh, and pay down a QB this week. So let's see. All right. But at the very top, Jalen Hurts, obviously a good play. Um, runs a little bit, uh, coming off. He's, he's had multiple 30 point games on the season. Yes. Dallas defense is very good and they're good versus opposing QBs, but I just think if it's a close game, if it's a high scoring game, it's going to benefit hurts. Um, Lamar Jackson, 8,600. Again, I like the spot for Lamar. Nothing wrong with it at home against Seattle. Seattle can score at times. So as long as Seattle is able to make a game of this, I think Lamar will be out there throwing. So that's fine. Um, third, QB on the list is Dak Prescott. And interesting, right? He had the big week last week. He gets the good matchup. Eagles have been better versus the run than the pass. So decent spot for uh, Dak, I guess. Fields probably out. Murray, I doubt he played. Let's see. What are they saying about Murray? Is he going to play this week? I think it's going to be Clayton Toon. I, I say he doesn't start, but what the hell do I know? Just a guess. I don't know. I don't have knowledge of it. I don't have information. I'm not playing Howell on the road at New England. That's not really a great spot. Jordan Love just, all right, I guess, but not really, not really doing it. Um, Taylor Heineke, you know, where have we come to, right? Um, does I don't know which one of them is going to start. Heineke uh, entered the game and stayed in. They might go back to Ritter here, so I don't know what's happening there. But the QB that I'm going to go with for the build, as crazy as this sounds, if you know me, and you know me, this sounds bananas, it's Derek Carr. Why? Well, Derek Carr has actually been putting up acceptable scores. These are Derek Carr-like scores, 18s and 19s. I don't expect him to do better than this. You know what? I can't even. I can't stomach it. Even as I'm saying it, I feel sick. I can't stomach it. It's making me nauseous. I'm out. I'm changing it. I'm changing it to Stroud. Fuck you, Derek Carr. You suck. Seriously, Carr is okay too, though. But um, I'm going to go with Stroud. I like the lower-priced QBs on FanDuel in general. I like going that approach if I can. The reality is, if we put this lineup together and there's a lot of salary left and we want to jump up to one of these studs, that's cool too. But for now... You know, let's go with Stroud. He stacks really nicely. And I love this matchup from, from the point of view that Tampa is a little tougher to run on. And so teams tend to elevate passing against them. It will probably require Tampa sort of having a decent game as well. A little back and forth action for this one to pop. But maybe it could do it. I, I don't mind Derek Carr, though, either. I know. I know I've been ripping on Carr for years. And I know he's not very good, but I don't mind him either. Especially like um, the fact that Carr is very cheaply stackable. Um, all right, let's go through the running back position here. And you're going to see, again, there are just not a ton of viable options at running back this week. It, it's going to be tricky. Uh, you're going to have to make decisions and cross your fingers. So let's just jump right into this position group. Yeah, Kamara all the way at the top. It's fine. He's averaging almost 19 fantasy points per game. 
that certainly doesn't justify a 9K FanDuel salary. Um, he's been getting touchdowns, so Kamara's been really just good across the board. And I would say he's correctly priced as the highest priced running back on this slate. Um, and and I think that's correct, right? 9, 18, 27. He needs about a 27 to make value against the salary. Yeah, he could probably do it. Saquon Barkley, um, 8,600. Giants have nothing going on at QB. And last week, with that scenario in place, they ran the ball 36 times and targeted him another five times. So 36 carries. I think he's going to probably get something in the range of 30-plus carries in this game. It's probably enough just in volume alone for him to get there against a mediocre Las Vegas team, but it's just hard to imagine that the Raiders will not realize that they should be stacking the box. You know, if it's DeVito at QB for the Giants, it's not a good scene. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 8K. I, you know, I can't I can't justify this price. I like Taylor. I like him on um, DraftKings a little bit. But in terms of the FanDuel price for now, unless I hear that he's going to be getting more snaps, even last week, the elevation of Taylor above Zach Moss didn't really happen yet. I know it's going to. It has to. But it hasn't happened yet. So it's a risky play at 8K. I don't really want to roll the dice at that price point. So I'm probably avoiding it. Kenny Walker, 7,600. That's a no for me at Baltimore. Not a, it's okay. It's better of it's a better FanDuel play than DraftKings, I would say, just because of the touchdown equity that Kenny Walker brings, even in a bad matchup. So I'm okay with it. Um, Josh Jacobs, I like I like favored running backs though, and that brings me to Josh Jacobs at 7,500. He's been complete shit this year. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. He has been terrible. The Raiders suck, but this Giants team is going to have a hard time moving the football. They're going to be in bad field position. I think the Raiders are going to have the football a ton in this matchup. Um, the Giants, it, again, assuming that DeVito is the is the QB, just will have a hard time maintaining drives. That just means more opportunities for someone like Jacobs. I'm going to plug him in here. We'll see if something else pops up. Um, DeAndre Swift, I, I'm, I'm, I like Swift. Uh, I'm a fan of Swift every single week. Didn't do much last week, but, you know, that swings back and forth. I, he, I love his passing game work like he, this kid has the ability to catch a deep pass as well so he's absolutely in my mix i'm actually going to plug plug him in here if this was a hertz lineup i'm probably not using swift because there is a little negative correlation there but in a cj stroud like a cheap qb lineup i think it's perfectly fine so i'm going to plug in swift as the uh, rb2 here gus edwards gus edwards is a good play as well I played him last week. If, if you guys tailed me, if you guys watched the um, tournament tactics on Friday, where first I laughed at Bobby Wow, of course, for liking Levis to Hopkins, and that won the million. So never, ever, ever don't listen to Bobby Wow. He's a guru. But I, I felt like I redeemed myself by making the Gus Edwards call, which I emphasize a little bit more on the Players Club the next day. I actually bet Gus to score two touchdowns. We got three touchdowns out of Gus, and he was the nuts running back play last week. And he's doing it more and more. The, the reason I liked him is still in place. 19 carries, 80 yards, um, even some target work. But most important is Gus Edwards is the number one running back for a, 
for the Ravens, and people have not quite picked up on it yet. We saw it last week. He's getting 80% of the carries going into last week, and that continues. Bijan, I think, is an acceptable play as well at 7,100. That is correctly priced for Bijan Robinson, and I'm going to plug him into my flex. Um, I don't like the fact that Bijan doesn't seem to score a lot of touchdowns. That is disturbing, and it's not the best thing for FanDuel, but the pricing has come down. So I, I like him. I don't mind Gus in this spot. We're looking for touchdown scores. Uh, B. John, like I said, he's so talented. At some point, that talent is going to shine through. Uh, Rashad White would be a really interesting comeback in this lineup uh, against C.J. Stroud. So he's also not a touchdown guy, though, but he was perfectly acceptable here as well. One of the crazy things I noted about FanDuel this week is Tony Pollard all the way down to 6,600. Oh, how the mighty hath fallen. Tony Pollard, I don't know what's going on with Pollard. Maybe he needed Zeke there to sort of motivate him. Maybe he needed Zeke there to be, he needs like a heavy so that when he comes in, it's a contrast. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like a pitcher. You know, when you throw a, um, he's like a fastball. Like Zeke is like a changeup. He's in there kind of plodding away, plodding away, gets the hitter used to the changeup. You know what I'm saying? And then the fastball comes and just blows by you. That's what Pollard and Zeke were together. But now he doesn't have that changeup to set up his fastball. Like that little baseball, little baseball analogy. Um, Chuba Hubbard does seem to be the number one running back at this point for uh, the Panthers. I don't like him, but, you know, another one, Miles Sanders, not looking good. Um, Aaron Jones still not getting the run. I wouldn't mind Aaron Jones in the spot in the sense that the Packers have a quarterback. The Rams have a backup, but Aaron Jones just not doing it. Only seven uh, carries last week. Got some targets, but he hasn't been popping. I think he's an acceptable tournament sort of piece, but not somebody that I want to kind of build around. Um, Ramondre, same deal. He he gets some he gets some work, but not all of the work, not enough of it to really put up a score that you had to have. And then from here, it just gets ugly at running back. There's really not a whole lot going on that I would have um, any interest in. Let's see what Algier did. Yeah, even if Bijan's not doing it, it's not like Algier is coming in. Algier is a yeah, he's got only two touchdowns, so it's just the Falcons can't score. I think I like Bijan more if Heineke is the QB. If it goes back to Dez, I think we'll probably see a little bit of that same, let's call it unsuccessful formula that the Falcons um seem to be putting forward. So let's see what happens there. All right. So we we started off pretty middling here with um CJ Stroud. So with Stroud in the lineup, the first thing is, of course, we got to build some correlation. Now, let's take a look and see where his um, yeah, his wide receivers are. Nico Collins, 6,800. And then I would say Tank Dell is really inexpensive. Yeah, 5,800. So if I wanted to go really cheap with the starting stack, we can go all the way down to... Um, could go all the way down there to Bell, but I'm going to plug in Collins, top guy. And again, note that... Um, Tampa is a good team to throw against. You're, you're, you're basically facing a team that's really, really good against the run. So you're going to throw against them and it leads to elevated production for opposing quarterbacks. Um, let's jump over to defense. And one thing I noticed about FanDuel is they price defenses really well. They're, they're usually right on point with how they're pricing these defenses. And I'm actually going to pay up this week. Just points though. Falcons going up against rookie QB can play the Falcons. No problem like the spot um, Raiders going up against uh, Giants and DeVito. You can actually play the Raiders, 
but the Browns are going against Arizona and maybe Clayton Toon. So for this lineup, I'm pointing, I'm, I'm, I'm putting him in against the Toon because the Browns are an actual good defense, and that's the difference between Giant uh, Raiders and Falcons. Those teams are bad defenses against a bad uh, offensive opponent. The Giants, uh, I'm sorry, the 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 Browns are an actual good defense. So that's a different thing. I can get him for forty seven hundred, and again, we've got plenty of we've got plenty of play money loaded got all the cash so um we're fine here uh and we're fine to spend up looking at the rest of the defense group yeah saints definitely in play against chicago definitely um dallas probably not bucks at houston nope um baltimore at home yeah but not really right seattle has their full team they're healthy so i don't want to do that um commanders at new england no Giants at Vegas, no. Eagles at home, no. Packers is another one. So if we wanted to go a little bit less expensive, if I need to save some money, we could play the Packers. The Packers are going up against Brett Rippon and the Rams who are bringing a backup. So that's a perfectly acceptable play. We're going to save some money there. If we want to go cheaper, we're going to save some money. But I really have a feeling Cleveland could get us like a 20. And so I want to leave them in there because they might be more like a player um, that where... The Packers might do that too, but I think we got a better shot with Cleveland. Colts on the road, acceptable. New England at home, playable. Vikings in Atlanta, probably playable if we needed emergency um, salary. And then the rest of these spots. Yeah, even Arizona at Cleveland. PJ Walker, like you could spend, you could spend down Rams. Okay, I would deal with any one of these spots. Just thought of Gardner Minshew and what's his price at? Yeah. Oh, I like that too. So if we want to go a little bit even less expensive at QB, I, I, I didn't even notice him because he's buried down here. If I want to go down even cheaper now, Minshew's not anything special, but kind of interested in him as well as the cheapest viable starting QB. That interests me a little bit. I still like, you know, I'm going to go with Stroud, but just keep in mind that I, I do kind of like uh, Minshew a little bit. I didn't, I forgot he was down there. Forgot about him. Uh, Tommy DeVito? No, 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 none of that. So there we go. We're going to stick with Stroud, but give it a nod to Minshew and just playing Downs or Pittman alongside of him um, could be an interesting, different way to go. All right. So since we have Stroud and Nico Collins, we can bring it back with a piece from. The Bucks here in Mike Evans, if we want. I think Rashad White is also somebody that we could consider in a bring back. If I wanted to go right White instead of um, uh, Bijan, that's okay. But the other way to go is just not to do a bring back. You don't have to. Not needed. So let's take a look at the wide receiver position top down and see who what we can see and who we can afford. Um, AJ Brown, top priced player up against Dallas. Good defense. Flip side of that game, C.D. Lamb uh, against a not-so-great Eagles defense. I'd probably lean A.J. Brown here. He has been dominant this season. Um, Cooper Cup, no quarterback. No Stafford, no Cup, no good. Uh, Adam Thielen, just not an 8K player uh, in my mind at all. Uh, what did he do last week? Yeah, he's still getting a lot of targets. I mean, this guy, the kid's like Cooper Cup out there with those targets, so he's acceptable, but I don't know about that. Devontae Adams, another guy. I mean, I like him here, but... Man, it feels it feels scary to play Devontae Adams right now. Um, he's only got really one very good game on the year. 
Um, horrible, horrible game at Detroit last week. So it's just where, where, where have the good scores gone? Where are they? But this is that week, maybe. But I kind of think it's going to be Jacobs. So we have Jacobs in this lineup. I wouldn't do that as well. Mike Evans, though, acceptable. Pittman, okay. Metcalf, no, 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 no. Smith, not bad. Olave. All right. I'm going to plug in Mike Evans as my second WR in this lineup just for the just for the the correlation of that game. Keep it correlated. Right? So that gets us a Stroud Collins Evans stack. Now we can also double stack this with not Bell. Dell. We could double stack this one with Tank Dell. I want to see if Tank Dell and Nico Collins have hit in the same week. So let, let's let's do a little bit of visualization here, right? So it looks like the good weeks for Stroud were weeks two, three, and four. So let's look at Dell and Collins in weeks two, three, and four and see if they hit together. So Collins hit in week two and four, but didn't completely missed in week three. Dell hits in weeks two and three completely misses in week four meaning that half the time this season when cj stroud has put up a decent score both dell and collins have put up good numbers but then the other half there was effectively one time when they didn't two times they both did it well one time they didn't so i say double stack stroud collins and dell bring back with evans we got 6,500 left for the tight end spot. You would think we'd have more because we did sort of a cheap starting point, but we only have 6,500. So can't quite get to Hawkinson or Andrews here. Wouldn't mind getting Andrews, but we'd have to drop that defense down to one of those crappy ones. So let's see what happens. Let's take a look at the tight end position in general. Um, Mark Andrews, good play. Sure. 7,500 though, a little spendy. Um, Hawkinson with who knows who at QB. No, thanks. Um, Taysom Hill's probably playable. He's putting up touchdowns, but I'm not paying 6,500 for Taysom Hill. Dallas Goddard, 5,800. I do like that quite a bit. Um, you could throw to tight ends against Dallas. So I'm going to plug in Dallas Goddard here, which gives us 7,500, $700 to work with. And let's see what we can upgrade for that 700. So first I'm going to look at wide receiver and see what that would get us to. Devonte Adams off of Evans. Okay, I don't mind that. Um, let's take a look at running back. So uh, if I got off of, let's say, whoever was in the flex for me there, um, so I can get off of Bijan and get up to Kenny Walker. That's not that great. I wouldn't mind if I could get to Taylor here, but we, we didn't quite get there. Well, actually, if I pull one of these other guys, let's see here. Let's go back to running back and see if we can make it work with a more expensive back like Kamara. So if I put in Kamara, that basically kills this lineup, right? And I have enough cheap players in here that that's brutal. Like I said, it's really tough. Look at this. It's really tough to deal with this running back situation. They're very expensive and it's tough to pay up for Kamara. So let's go back to, I just need guys who score a touchdown. How about Gus Edward? I mean, I like Gus too. I really do. Who'd I have in there? DeAndre Swift? What if we go with 
Gus. And that puts us at 7,900 with the last spot. Hmm. Swift, 7,800. I'm going to go back to Bijan and let's just take a look. Oh, I know what to do here. Instead of the double stack, the double stack is fine, but I also forgot to mention this incredible value here. Zay Flowers at 6,100. So, I mean, that's just too good of a spot to really pass up. Let's do that. Two hundred. I know what to do. I think I know what to do. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to tune this lineup here for you guys. But um, you know, I'm just showing some spots that I really like. Have to do a little bit of finagling to get it in to get it going there. But you know, I wouldn't mind figuring out a way to um, get up to, let's say, Devontae Adams or someone like that in the flex. But for now, I'm just going to go back to what we had there, which was the running back. And I had Bijan here, but Bijan or Gus, any one of these guys is fine. Remember that on FanDuel, it is better to play running backs in the flex. Uh, FanDuel is a very touchdown-dependent format, super different from DraftKings which rewards yardage, you know, the three-point bonus for 100 yards, the one full-point PPR, that actually makes a significant difference in player scoring. So uh, on DraftKings, we want to really look for players who are going to get a ton of volume and yardage. We hope the touchdowns come. Where FanDuel, we really want players who are going to be in scoring opportunities more frequently. So um, with that being said, this is it for your FanDuel NFL Week 9 first look. Where did I go right? Where did I go wrong? I showed you a few different paths, Minshew version. We could do a lot of different things here. So I'm excited for this week. It is going to be a week to be creative. Don't be scared to play crappy names at quarterback. All of the games have low totals. So um, I think that really thinking through the slate, being smart, staying away from chalk is going to be key. Good luck this week, everybody. Hit that like button, subscribe, and make sure that you're signed up for DFS Army. Get it now before it's too late. NBA season is going strong as well. Promo code NBA23 is a 23% off promo code. It is going until Sunday. So make sure you get in there before that's gone. You're going to regret it. We're crushing NBA already. And it's just non-stop DFS at DFS Army. So we want to see you in the Discord as well. Good luck this week. I'll see you guys next